Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. While we're on vacation, we've got together some of our favorite moments for you from the last couple of months. Of course, we're still keeping up with everything that's going on with you on social media, and we will also have several brand new uh, Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast while we're out, but we'll be back before you know it. Coming up later this hour, three things to know, and if uh, we're going to find out if Sam was able to win over his girlfriend, Tanya's friends what do you think her people since it was an auction i want to know if you won anything so you know yeah besides my girlfriend's heart yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right we will get there (laughs) okay so right now we're going to kick off i love my job week i love this because we want to hear well this is a short week yeah oh it is a short (laughs) week (laughs) we want to know if you what do you do and do you love it if you love your job i want to hear about it you know so 877-310-4MSJ. I love my job week. What's yours, Kathy? I work with pregnant hormonal women all day long oh, in the OBGYN practice. Bless you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and yes. I've been doing medical for 31 years. And with medical right now, mm-hmm. with COVID in the last year and a half yeah. and all the things that go on, it's be, you know, it's very disheartening sometimes because you try so hard and mm-hmm. you work so hard to assist everybody you can and sometimes you get great you know reviews and other time it's always negative but i have eight doctors and 45 staff people oh my god and our boss uh debbie is wonderful Mm -hmm. she works every job to fill in for people and you know executive directors just don't do that but she jumps in and she helps wherever she can and I, I just want to say thank you, one, to her mm-hmm. and one to the practice. We never missed one day of work. Yeah, not right. one. Right. We right. all got paid the whole time. Mm-hmm. And like I said, essential workers, especially in an OBGYN practice, essential because babies have to be born. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it's a wonderful experience. And like I said, I just want to thank her so very much for keeping us all together and keeping us focused and especially y'all as well because y'all have made everything so light and airy i have to admit i love murph and jody both but sam (laughs) i love you i know you already got a girlfriend and i'm married (laughs) i love your candid approach i love your uh edge comments and your humility and letting people know how vulnerable men can be sometimes in a OBGYN practice we sort of lose sight of men sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. um but like I said, y'all are wonderful. I listen to you every single morning. So thank you. And thank I you. sure appreciate y'all being with us. Oh, thank you, Kathy. We appreciate you sharing oh, your story. Are you blushing, Sam? Nice to know. I'm edgy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what they said this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love my job week. We want to hear about what you do. And if you love it, hit us. 877-310-4MSJ. It is I love my job week. So if you love your job, we want to hear about it. I want to know what you do. The last time we did this, you know, we heard from a lady who who drove a pet van. Remember that? She picked up the pets from the homes and brought them to the doggy daycare. And then she drove them back home. That's a happy job. So we (laughs) want to know what you do and if you love it. Okay. And I think for anybody listening, it's nice to hear you know, other what other it's people a positive do. thing, yeah, exactly. Not just right. that, just that there are other, uh, you know, it helps you see outside of your own mm-hmm. kind of right. circle. 877-310-4MSJ. And while we're on with Kathy, we got a voicemail. Never miss a call. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Well, hey, good morning, you guys. I, uh, I'm i a school bus driver, mm-hmm. and uh, I love it. 
And I could go on and on about it all day long, about the kids and mm. how I love them and how they get along with me and their parents. And mm. and how I got into it was I kept closing different factories. And, and finally I said, I'm going to try something different. So I learned how to drive a bus, and here I am 15, 15 years later. Oh. So anyway, it's a great job, and uh, I enjoy listening to you guys. On, In fact, I got to end my bus right now, and I got to <laughs> get ready for my route. So yeah. I'll hang up and say have a good morning and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for Thank leaving you. the voicemail for us. He sounds like a great bus driver. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always the legend of the bus driver. There the always legend? was in my neighborhood and at school, like, you don't want that bus driver. She's too fast. Or this oh. one's mean. Or this one tells jokes. You know, there's always a legend. Oh, yeah. In my school, uh, the guy that was the disciplinarian, like the official title, he oh, yeah. he also drove a bus. Oh. Yeah. And that was not the bus you wanted to be on. Yeah. Really? Because you already had a day full of it <laughs> at that point. See, I loved all my bus drivers. Yeah. I remember their names. Miss Lockwood was my elementary bus driver. Sweet older lady with white hair. Of course, you were you were working that game even then, weren't you? Yeah, there's no game. Yeah, yeah you made sure she loved you. Miss Andrews you? was awesome. Oh man, she was a little bit of a lead foot, but I enjoyed that. <laughs> Just like at the pharmacy, Murphy has been working that game since he yeah. was a kid. All right, I love my job. We want to hear about what you do. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Powered by Liberty Mutual Insurance. All the ladies of the world might be wondering what's going to happen to Justin Hartley um, after This Is Us is over, which is really soon. In the movie, I, I play a trial lawyer. Ah. Let me ask you a question. Why does a trial lawyer I need almost to be kept watching that show because of him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but yeah. I couldn't do it. Okay, so, but This Is Us is wrapping up. I think there's like one, two you know, more episodes. You've been saying most. that for like two months now. When, when is it going to Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I think next week. Okay. <laughs> but um, the actor, Justin Hartley, who plays Kevin in the yeah. show, has already moved on and lined up his next project for CBS. Um, he's going to produce and star in The Never Game. It's based on a novel. So hold on mm. to me. Hold on tight here. The Never Game revolves around a survivalist. His name is Coulter. He roams the country Using, surviving. Using his tracking skills to solve mysteries. Mm-hmm. So he survives, but he's right. all, sounds like kind of a modern-day MacGyver. Yeah. Am I right? It sounds like every other somebody travel in the country to solve mystery show. I know, Sam, that <clears throat> you... One guy's a psychic. He can back, solve mysteries. Let's go back to you watching This Is Us. I quit after two seasons. You lasted longer than me. I think I was a season and a half, and I couldn't it, take the tears. It hooked me in. I mean, it was very emotional, very well done. It's, it's just, it's got to be the same thing every week. You know what's killing me? They're still going back to Same the thing daddy. that killed Dad? <laughs> <laughs> They're still going back to the Daddy all the time. They, uh, that's levels, the formula. Levels me. Tell us all about the gala, Sammy. It's hard yeah. to remember. Now, here's the one thing, my big takeaway from the gala this weekend. With your now, girlfriend, Tanya. With Tanya. Now, Which is a school fundraiser. I was introduced to a lot of people. Yeah. Whose names I really, it's hard to put names with faces. We were going back over, like a review session on Sunday. Oh, sweet. And this one is the father of, and that one's the mom of. And it's like, <laughs> ah! Okay. <clears throat> but what I learned was that everybody loves Tanya. Duh. Well, I mean, I know she's the teacher, but it's like everybody went out of there. It was it was supposed to be, hey, this is Sam. Everybody wants to meet Sam. But okay. what it turned into was like, it's nice to meet you, but this lady right here, 
Oh, they're warning wow. you. Yeah. Don't mess with cool. She is the best teacher ever. My kids cannot get through without her, and my oh. kids this. Without, one of the kids wanted to see the calendar for the rest of the school year, and he was upset that he wasn't going to have Miss Best, but for mm-hmm. a few more weeks. That's awesome. And the school year was over. And I was like, wow. And one guy, you know, if if you ever heard a hair on this lady's right. head, you're right. going to have to answer to me. I right. I don't even know who you are, dude. That is lovely. So you go into that thinking it's going to all the pressure on you and yeah. everybody's going to be about you. So that's kind of cool, which says I'll, that's that speaks volumes. I mean, it was three hours of talking to people, but what I did after a while was just sit back and, and watch. Mm-hmm. And, nice. and then the thing is, she really didn't go finding people to say, hey, look, I got Sam. Everybody, it's like it she'd be to talking you. to somebody. It was almost like tag team visiting. A person would come up and talk for about five or ten minutes, and as it was wrapping up, the other person would come up, and then another person. And it was like they were all looking for Her. Tanya. Yeah. And it's like... You were there with the most popular girl. I was. It was awesome. <laughs> That's it, a so lot of sweet. pressure was off, and it was great. They had fireworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had an open bar. Diet Coke Murphy. Didn't have Coke oh, Zero. Yeah, good. Did you use my line about not wanting to be overserved? You know, the bartenders love that when you're asking for Diet Coke. But uh, you know. did you or did anyway. you not bring the dad joke right. to the bar? Yeah. Uh, but you know, the thing about Tanya, I mean, we knew this the first time that we met her. She fills a room up. You know that? I mean, it's like, I know. She, has that, she has that effect on everybody. She's it's, just so it, warm. It's like I got this beautiful, wonderful person and it just I was taking it for granted. Everybody loves her. The problem with really expensive or just expensive, not even really, but expensive sunglasses what do you think? They're too expensive for something that you break or lose. No. I've spent my entire life not buying expensive sunglasses for that reason. Uh-uh. I see something must be coming here. Yeah, I have to disagree with that wholeheartedly. What do you, what do you, Point, what do you counterpoint. Well, tell me. What... <laughs> uh, whenever I buy cheap sunglasses, I don't Take care think of them? about them. So they get lost, they get broken. <sighs> that doesn't happen cheap. for me. I go buy... I have bought expensive sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And by expensive, I mean $150. That is expensive wow. to me. Yeah. That's expensive. But when I have them, I take care of them. Okay. I keep an eye on them. I don't lose them. I don't sit on them. Yes. I don't anything. Yes. And they're better quality. Uh-huh. And for polarization, I know. much better. The lens quality is better. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Here's the counterpoint. I've spent this many years, like this is, I'm this many years old before I ever bought a good pair of sunglasses. You know the ones I'm talking about, Murphy? The brand was Diff. Like make a difference, diff sunglasses. They were polarized and, and and UV whatever, and they felt really solid on yeah, my face. See, they feel better. They feel they really. It's you get what you pay for. They're mm-hmm. legit. You get a hard case, separate, beautiful case. I cannot find them. Oh. I lost them about a week ago when I went to that concert. With my well, friend. I mean, hey, two plus two is four. There's your answer. <laughs> They're probably in lost and found at the arena. Well, I didn't wear them into the arena. I oh. wore them the afternoon on the way to the arena, mm. which was a little 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 party bus thing. Yeah. See, this is what happens when I'm not around and you start drinking. <laughs> not true. <laughs> I drink, this is not a drinking prob- problem. Really? <laughs> it's a sunglasses problem. I'm look, I what I decided to do is send a picture of them to my friend Brian, who was with me. I mean, maybe he's seen them. Maybe I left them at his house. Whatever I don't know. The, what's the bus company you took? I know the you bus know, company. Send, ask them. Maybe the You're driver right. found it when he I was cleaning it up. I had this bag. I had like a little duffel bag of stuff, a change of clothes and water bottles and stuff like that. And change of clothes? I brought a change of clothes. Oh, 
Anyway, just she left this is two. what happens when she starts drinking. <laughs> no, she came back with nothing. Must have been a great concert. He's gonna send a picture to Brian and ask him if he's seen them. So Murphy walked in here today earlier this morning and said, "Like I do every day." And you said that Jody, you're looking very pretty today, <laughs> which I do every day. Um, let me get to the story. Okay. What is it that you said about your insulin? Hey, I ran out of insulin last night. Oh, Didn't yeah, you hear? it was weird. So this doesn't usually happen, but my cartridge. I ran out of my life-saving fluid in the middle of the night. That's yeah. pretty much it. The cartridge ran out last night. I knew it was running low, but I didn't think it was going to run out overnight. And so when I woke up, I was hearing beeps this morning. Yeah, I and- heard beeps overnight in the middle of the night. Yeah, and I was. I didn't wait. So this is not well, a concern to either one of you. No, it's a concern to me. I think probably what I need to do, even though Jody and I've been married for twenty-two years, and I've been wearing a pump for twenty of those. Um, no, I'm joking. The pump beeps twice if it's high blood sugar. Okay. The pump beeps three times if, if it's out of insulin. Okay. If it's out of insulin, and it does it incessantly. Okay. For whatever reason, that did not wake me up last so, night. So what do you want Jody to pay attention to? Well, no, if you, if Either. You, it's, it's not your responsibility. If you hear three beeps if in a I row. If I hear three things, I'll just sit up and paint my nails and uh, listen right. and wonder. Two beeps is okay, but once <laughs> it hits three. Okay, here's the deal. And there's, I'm a a high, there's a high-pitched three beep that means urgent low. Okay, see, I need to know this. Okay, okay, seriously, all jokes aside, if we can do that. I'm a light sleeper. I hear all the beeps from you all the time. And you, I usually the do. few time, you never hear anything. You're such a deep sleeper. So I remember years ago when you first got the pump and all these beeps were a part of our nighttime, I would wake you up and go, does this mean anything? And eventually you'd be like, just leave me alone. It's I've got it. <laughs> You, you were like, don't uh, worry, I've got so it. Now you've been trained not to. So Did I now really I do don't, that? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Wow. Well, you weren't okay. ugly about it, but you were like, oh, it's don't worry about me. I got it. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I hear you. It's, it's, you're right. I've said it because it is my responsibility to manage it. The problem that no, I've if you run can't into, hear it, I need to know. Well, and I, th- I was sleeping on top of my pump last night, uh-huh. so that was also <laughs> muting it a little bit. You know? Also, the good diabetic over here. <laughs> <laughs> can't control what happened. Back to the drawing board. Okay, so two beeps, you're going low. Three beeps, you're out of insulin. Is that what you said? There's two three-beep ones. Oh, yeah, there's a high-pitched three-beep and a regular three-beep. Any three, I'm going to wake you up. Three is bad, yeah. Two two can be high, two can be low. Two can be a nudge. Three means I need to wake you up. Exactly. Got it. So we now know that Sam learned that his girlfriend Tanya is just the best, the most loved person in her whole school. I know. At the gala, this is what you learned because. I, by the you, way, I even ran and we went the night before just to see the layout and yeah. ran into one of her students, and it was just like, "This is Sam." <gasps> oh, so you did get that one moment yeah, from a kid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and the reason everybody knew that it's because she is she is a teacher, and this gala was for the school, yes. right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And her last name is Best, so you know. And, yeah, and she's <laughs> technically, the most, she is the best. The most, and you're dating the most popular person at the school yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah congrats sam took your whole life oh That's the funny. auction too remember there, oh, yeah. there was an auction i was bidding all during the week and you uh, were not happy i had a couple were... of pizza gift certificates i had one uh, one of those skylight frames you know a mm-hmm. digital frame downloads from the oh, cool. cloud blah 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 and the night got here, and I just basically, I was outbid by everybody. But it I'm was like, sorry. You know, whatever. You got nothing? I get, I get home. We got home afterwards. I got an email mm-hmm. saying, congratulations on your winning bid. 
Wait. I was like, Tanya, I won something. Did somebody throw you a bone? What happened? uh, Something I bet on during the week that I forgot all about. It was like one of these local men's outfitters. Oh, cool. I won a a $50 gift card, a couple t-shirts, some koozies and stickers and stuff. Oh. I forgot I'd bet on it. Okay. So you did you get your stuff yet? No, because I'd left. Oh. But, but I mean, she'll it's it at you. the school, and I know somebody who works at the school. She'll get it to you. Yeah, she'll pick it up for me today. Cool. You know somebody, huh? Yeah, but that was it was almost like Christmas. It's mm-hmm. like I blew off. I, I can't win any of this stuff. And then, yeah. hey, you did win. That's good. I know, going back to Tanya, being the most popular girl in school. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know that you were sort of anxious going into it because you thought, oh, it's going to be all about Sam, and they're all going to expect me to be a clownfish and make them laugh. Yeah. Did you? Did you did you break uh, yeah, out? Yeah, I had a couple of them, but nice. for the most part, I literally everybody wanted to talk to Tanya. That's cool. And it was like, "Hey, it's Sam. Oh, okay. Yeah, you work with Murphy and Jody." That takes the pressure. I didn't off get of any. You. How is that working with a married couple? Questions or any of that stuff? <laughs> That's cool. That takes the pressure off of you. Oh yeah, yeah. things no are kidding. getting better for you with her all the time. But you don't want to talk to me. Here's Tanya over here. You know, our Phoebe has a boyfriend. Um, his name is Chris. Mm-hmm. She's 17. He's also 17. And I have got to say, this kid is great. Just the kid that cooks and everything, yes. right? Oh, he came to dinner last night. And I had already, ha- already had like a three-course meal. And he brought baked beans with caramelized onions and added to the mix. And guess really what? Good. And he made they himself. perfect. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That's not the good. That's not the good. Good though. I'm going to yeah. tell you this story. So on Saturday, she played another gig yeah. at a little brunch place. She stood there for three hours and well, she had a couple breaks, but played acoustic guitar. He showed up, sat down with us, brought his, you know, brought someone, and it was nice and it was lovely. But at one point, she starts to play, and there's this wasp that starts flying around her, and mm-hmm. that freaked her although she she remained composed but she was moving around trying to get away from it yeah starting to strum a song and i'm like "Uh uh-oh something's about to and i'm thinking murphy's gonna have to get up there and and before i could even think that chris was on his feet did you catch what he did did, he grabbed his napkin and he walked up onto the stage and he was trying to catch it in the napkin for her oh no such moves. Now, the wasp. And not swatting at it. He was actually literally going to grab it into the. He was going to grab the, yeah. it. How? <laughs> it was, well, you can do that. Yeah, but it would sting you they through the They sort of even. Hu- now, if you do it right. No. Really? <laughs> I'm not going to try. Well, please show me the right way. You can do it without over overdoing it. There's a finesse involved. He was okay. just going to try to get it away from her and probably, I don't know what he was going to do. But it flew, went through the fence and then flew away anyway. Yeah. So he came down off it. But it was just like, oh my gosh. What a move. Do you know what else he he's did a, recently? He's a gentleman is what he is. Chivalry. I'm telling you. <laughs> he was you. probably going to catch it and release it safely into nature. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do. Do you know what else he did recently? I don't, I don't know if she told you this story. What's that? They went estate sailing one weekend mm. together, and uh, she pointed out these earrings that she liked. Uh-oh. She didn't buy them. Uh-oh. They get in the car, and he's like, oh, wait, I left something. Ah! He went inside and bought her the yeah, earrings. He pulled a Murphy on him. Yeah, he did. He's Awesome. I mean, the sweetness just keeps coming. Wow. Chivalry. I love the wasp story. So, and I'll ask him, okay, how to catch a wasp in a napkin without getting stung. Yeah, Sam and I would love to know. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we love hearing from you. So keep it coming on Facebook or Instagram. You can also give us a call, 877 3104 MSJ. Social Media Connect. Um, I love my job week. 
boy, we asked what you do, and it's pouring in. Okay. Rebecca says, I work at Walmart. I love it. Hmm. I lost my dad in December, three days before my birthday, and he loved to go there. He loved talking to people, um, hopping around with them. So that's why I love my job. It feels like I'm close to my dad since he's not with me anymore. Oh, Isn't that sweet? Very sweet. Oh, I love my job. You know, you can love a job because it helps you find yourself, find who you are, mm-hmm. or it just introduces you to your people, you know. Um, Jennifer, I set up yard greetings. This is my favorite oh, job cool. ever. <laughs> oh, that's cool. signs in the yard that say happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never seen much. I've seen congrats yard signs, and I've seen happy birthday. Yeah. I haven't seen any others. Like, Yeah, well, I mean, that's it's over, buddy. Like graduation ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the happy birthday ones where the individual letters are in the yard, that yeah. probably takes a lot of work to it put does, up. It does, to do know? it correctly. Yeah. You can't just throw it out there. Right. Caitlin, registered veterinary technician. I love my job, and I couldn't see me doing anything else in my life. Well, I like that. When you can't see yourself doing something else, yeah, kind of means you kind of are where you, yeah. where you are. When you love animals, that's an easy one to do, right? Mm, I, I would say so. Um, Joanne, I won't say I love it, but I work at a bingo hall. We have slot machines, too. I do love my co-workers, and I've been here six years. It's an easy easy job that pays my bills. <laughs> oh, good. That's it. It works, you know? Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, and along, your, along the way, you know, never, you're not going to love every job. And along the way, it's interesting to know when you know quickly where you don't belong. You ever had that experience? I have. It wasn't with you guys, but... <laughs> Are you talking about the ones you've been fired from? <laughs> no. I, mean, I was only fired once. Okay. Well, that was at the salon? Yes. Which I still think... Fired or asked to leave? I was let go. Uh, which I still think is a shame, because I think your personality was underappreciated there. Of course you would say that. <laughs> I do. You know, I mean, they, it was their you loss. You got me now. Yeah. I wasn't right for that job. That yeah. was an uppity sort of salon, and I was not... Uppity. Uppity. (laughs) Anyway, keep it coming. We love hearing from you. 877-310-4MSJ. Going to have even more fun later today. Another Murphy, Sam & Jody after the show podcast coming up. You're ready to get to the benefits of having short work meetings. Just the name itself is a benefit. Short. I I know. Oh, my gosh. And this means on, you know, Zoom, Teams, or in person. Are you Mm. ready? Four big ones. All right. Okay. I know you probably know all of these, Murphy, but you you need to hear them again. Sure. The first one is people go into it more optimistically. Oh, yeah. yeah just like yeah. Sam just said. Oh, short yeah. meeting? Great. I'm there. Yeah. Bell's on. People want to know it's not going to be all day. Yeah. That's why. That's one reason they say it's good to have just a bullet point agenda. That mm-hmm. way people know what to anticipate. Um, number two, um, it's more productive. They know they've only got, you've only got fifteen minutes. Stick and move, people. Mm-hmm. It's more productive. You if if you short meetings, maybe you meet more often, maybe two times a week instead of once. But it is more productive. Yeah. Uh, number three, <laughs> the leader of it is more respected over time. If you run a short, tight meeting, people end up respecting that. And you know what? We have been the we have experienced that. We have a meeting on Mondays that's fifteen minutes. Right. Oh, no matter we, what, yeah. And no matter what, I feel like business, baby, and I respect it because yeah. they res- they respect their own time. The people who are leading this meeting, mm-hmm. and I respect that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, it. there, it's got a plan and a purpose. There's a reason, you know. <laughs> when you get to the end of it, you know what's next, and right. which is what a meeting's supposed to be, right? Right. Yeah. 
Uh, and the fourth, you'll love this, Murphy, team bonding. People oh, yeah. feel a sense of, you know, I don't know, when you're, when you're productive and you're quick and maybe mm. you do it more frequently. More People who have shorter meetings, businesses that do it short, quickly, yeah. more quickly, do it more often so they feel bonded. Ah, okay. So that's why. I've been, really I've been like in meetings where people are bonding. <laughs> they're, they're having a conversation while the guy leading the meeting is, you know, presenting. So. If you're the one leading the meeting, you know what you should do is just stop and well, look I'm at I'm not them. talking about me. Well, I'm <laughs> talking about you. Oh, he's done that. Oh, I know. I love it. When I, people at the other end of the table, like... Well, you it's, stop. It, it's effective just to stop talking for a second. But yeah. yeah, if you're calling the meeting, and that's respecting all the other people at the meeting who actually want to get wrapped. 100%. You know. Okay. This has already gone on too long. Nope, nope. It's done. <laughs> it's done now. If you get in a rut in life, it is nice to hear about what other people do. Um, so if you're in a rut career-wise, this is, what's funny? Why are you chuckling? Hey, if you're feeling miserable about your job. Let's have some folks that have great jobs. Yes. In a nutshell, <laughs> sometimes you can't see past your own stuff, but yeah. seeing that other people have other options. Yeah, it lets you know that there's other opportunity if you you don't have to. Your job it's doesn't have to be answer. a dead end. Your job doesn't have to be a dead end job. Right. Right? Yeah. There you go. So it's I Love My Job Week. Uh-huh. We love hearing from you on it. 877-310-4MSJ. What do you do, Amber? I work at Petco. I mean, how can you not love working with animals? <laughs> yes. Give us a rundown of what you do um, during your time In the there. morning, I get to open up animals. I get to feed them, water them, take care of them. Um, during the day, I stock. So I'm walking mm. six to nine miles sometimes a day in a store. Mm, wow. Um, the best part ever is I get to bring, I have four snakes. I get to bring a snake with me every day. <laughs> Wait, wait, what do you mean? Wait, <laughs> you mean from home or you just bring it with you all yeah. around the store? No, from home. I get to bring my pet snake with me every day. Oh, oh. oh okay. And so wow. it's bring your snake to work day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, every day. And I get to educate kids and adults about how ball pythons are not bad. Yeah. Okay. So you have to yes. keep the snake away from the mice cage? Uh, actually, no, because my snakes are bigger, so they only eat every six weeks. Ah. Wow. So, um, just in case I tuck their head in my shirt, <laughs> but yeah. they've Got never it. really tried to go for food. Mm-hmm. But that's why I love my job. I work with animals all day. Yes, that's lovely. That sounds wonderful. Yes. Are you on your way now? I'm actually sitting in the parking lot waiting to go in. And mm. which, which snake do you have with you? <laughs> I have Wade. He is my albino pie bulb. Oh, pie I bet he's beautiful. Wade. Huh. He is. The only reason his name is Wade is he has a Deadpool face on him. Yeah. (laughs) This is awesome. Okay. Well, you have a great day at work. I hope to see you in Petco. I always have a snake with me except Thursdays on truck day. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Amber. Thanks, Amber. We appreciate the call. You know, we love hearing from you, so you can jump into this madness, 877-310-4MSJ anytime. Um, We also love connecting with you online. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, so from uh, my Facebook Live the other night, I took uh, you on a tour of our house, and I I introduced everybody to Nugget, our bearded dragon. Yeah. Our fat bearded dragon, who's a happy girl. 
sitting on her chair, minding her own business most of the time. And so uh, when she made her appearance during the live, I've got a couple questions. Um, Wendy says, hello, I love your dragon. I'm getting ready to get one. Any advice? Marlo said, my son asked for one for his 13th birthday. Are they low maintenance? So I said, you know what? There were so many questions coming in about Nugget. I thought, let's just address it here. You could help me address it. Yeah, because I wouldn't exactly say low maintenance. They're not high maintenance either, but they're you've got to pay attention. They're mid-level maintenance. Yeah. Um, I will say this. All the work needs to be done on the front end. You have to be very um, deliberate about your habitat. They have to have a certain amount of light and heat every day. If the temperature is not right, if the temperature is not like, like, not like it is in Australia, where these things naturally in live in the yeah. desert— You know, you have to keep a little terrarium at the right temps or they may get sick and die and your child will be destroyed, (laughs) will be upset anyway. Sure. Um, The diet is interesting because when they're a little bitty, you're feeding them like live little crickets and and super worms. And we still feed super worms. Yeah. But but the diet transitions to supposed to be 80 percent vegetables and only 20 percent yeah worms. every time i throw vegetables in there which i do often three and four times a week i throw in cilantro and uh like spinach and she likes cucumbers she looks at me like not a worm yeah <laughs> you know but when i when i get near her with the worm container she sees that container she, knows. she busts a move from that chair to the bowl mm-hmm. she i should i need to film that filming her you know the worms but yeah mostly low maintenance once you've educated yourself yeah don't forget um, the uh, kid aspect. If your child is the one who wants it, and they're the one they who's going to take learn. care of it. Right. Yeah. They Be- need to learn. Because you do have to keep the environment clean for them. So, yeah, they, they, you know. you ha- it's not like a litter box, but you have to clean it. Yeah. And that happens when they eat. They do that. <laughs> <laughs> do they now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, make sure you have a pet vet who handles these kinds of like, exotic pets. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the best. Because they actually do go from time to time. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Guys, we all have a special, I hope we all have a special place in our hearts for Shrek. Hmm. Are you Princess Fiona? I am. Awaiting a knight so bold as to rescue me. Oh, that's nice. Now let's go. But wait, Sir Knight. Hearing that just makes me feel a certain way. You know, that. Those movies are so great. That and the Broadway version that our girls were into. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is great too. He's so lovable. Mm-hmm. That's what's so great about Shrek. That first movie was just perfect. Um, it was so ref- everything. The king, the the gingerbread donkey, man, donkey, everything was right. And the end and the it was just so refreshing. I'd never seen anything like it. And I remember showing your parents and your mother loving it, mm-hmm. Murphy. Yeah. Okay, so um, Mike Myers recently discussed his role as Shrek. How when he started to do it, he was going to do like a Canadian, you know, accent. And then he decided to change it to a Scottish. Uh, you know, ogre, and he loves the fact that it's the he used to be self loathing, and then over the time, over the years, Shrek became self accepting, mm-hmm. and he loves that character so much that he he would do a Shrek every year if he could. He, in other words, he would do a new movie every year if he could. Yeah, I'm thinking somebody in Hollywood contact him and let's do this. I can see him bringing back another the one. The other, the other, you know, the, the meaning is maybe it's underway. He, if he's open to it, it could happen. Yeah. We like to know about you. What do you do and do you love it? And we do mean job, career. I love my job. Week has been so lovely. In fact, we've had so many um, calls and comments. Let's dig into some now, guys. Never miss a call. 
Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, guys. I just wanted to tell you how much I love my job. My name's Shannon. I drive 65 miles one way every day to be the store manager of a farm and home store. I get to interact and work with a variety of people, and people are your greatest asset. And that's true in any industry. So remember to take care of your people. That's right. Retail is not easy, and every day is different. It challenges me. With each challenge, I gain knowledge, and I continue to learn as mm-hmm. I leave. So that's one of the reasons, or a couple of reasons, why I love my job. So you all have a great day. Love you guys. Thank you, Shannon. Sweet. We appreciate you leaving that voicemail. Some Murphy yeah. management uh, yeah. doc- indoctrination there. What is it? People are your greatest asset, Assets, no matter true. what. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, so it, Shannon drives an hour every day. You know, I guess it, we don't know from the voicemail if she's a working mom or not, but that's also probably a good me time moment. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where you've got to it, it sounds like it might be a long drive, but no, it's, it's still. It depends on how you use that time, refreshing. right? Okay. All right. You want to check another one? Mm-hmm. Hi. I'm Joe, and I work as a fireworks sales lady. I get to have fun all day long helping my customers. I think it's just great. Love my job. Bye. That's that is, cool. Thank you, Jeff. That is cool. Man, the guys want you to call back. <laughs> I'm looking for some Roman candles. See, Sam, that would be one of those that kind of ranks up there with our truck driver fantasy job, yeah. too, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Working at a fireworks <laughs> every time we go to a fireworks it's, place i just stay in the car because i don't know what to ask for by do being around all of that makes me nervous and murphy, i do murphy goes in yeah. and comes out with the arms full only where it's legal jody yes of course all right we do love hearing from you anytime 877-310-4msj after all these years of cooking for Murphy, I found some a new way to cook something he loves. And I thought I'd share it with a you, Sam. A new way? Yes. Uh, one of the things we make most often is pork tenderloin. Yeah. So easy. It's really delicious. Slice it up. Boom. You yeah. always make it in the oven for mm. like 40 minutes based on the weight of the tenderloin. It's well, lean, so, too. So the other day, I had plans to leave the house, go to yoga. He was doing meetings. And I thought... I'm not going to be able to come home from yoga and make this in enough time. We'll be starving. What am I going to do? So what I did was <laughs> I put it in the oven at like 250. Ah, low. Slow and low. Low and slow. And guess what he said? I'm going to tell him. Oh, what? Wow, it just comes out perfect Better. every time. But I mean, my grandma, I mean, my grandmother and my mom were always low and slow cooks. You know what I mean? They did roast uh, any meat mm. they so did. So this is not new. <laughs> no, no, no. I just think it's great. It's new it for is. me to cook something that, that, that two hours. Did you put anything on it, like barbecue sauce or anything? Or? It was marinated, yes. Mm. It was really good. But it was better because I cooked it for an, for two hours on low. Yeah. So and that's little, the new my, way. My Google timer reminded me to go turn the oven off when ah. it was done. Yeah. 